Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland Cattle, Horses, and White-tailed Deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. So today I'm joined with Colin Wyatt. He's the ranch manager for Diamond B Cattle. Thanks for joining us today, Colin. Thank you for having me. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about uh, Diamond B and your role, and um, we'll just kind of get into it from there. All right. Um, I'm the ranch manager for Diamond B. Um, it got started about three years ago um, as far as uh, buying the first Longhorns and getting rolling. We have uh, our house and the main facilities are up by Amarillo, and then we have a ranch about an hour and a half east of here off of I-40, uh, where we keep the majority of our cattle and have uh, most of the land at. Uh, we started, uh, we basically started like everybody else, and we thought the uh, Longhorns were pretty, like the colors, like the variety, and we bought one, and one turned to two, and two turned uh, 50 and plus. Uh, I personally have had Longhorns about three years and started about the same time as our the owner, Benny Bridman. And we recently met about a year, a little over a year ago after Benny had bought Cut and Dry. And uh, since then, we met a few times and talked and uh, I came on as manager here in the last spring. So has he always had Longhorns or tell us a little bit about um, I, I know you mentioned that, you know, everyone thinks they're pretty, everyone wants a few, and then the herd doubles, but maybe a little bit more specifically, um, why why Longhorns? It, it started as a hobby. He, him and his wife both loved them. They saw some on the side of the road when they were on a trip, and it kind of, a quick conversation turned to, yeah, those would be fun to have. And so then he went home and started researching and then he bought one, I believe he bought one steer to start with. And then, you know, later that night after he got his first one, he started searching some more and then he thought maybe he needed some more and it just becomes addiction, like everybody says. So is that how it started for you as well? Did you and Benny have that in common when you met? Yes, I I grew up on a large ranch, but it was just uh, Angus and beef cattle. And I got some land on my own a couple about three years ago and I was wanting to I was looking at what we were going to do with the land and I didn't really want to look at uh black cows or brown cows every day and so we got to looking into them and the temperament of them and if my kids were going to be around them every day I decided to we bought our first one and then I just kind of snowballed from there the same way we'd buy a few more we bought, bought two more pretty quick afterwards and then we still have a very small herd, but uh, it's the same thing. Just a lot of the animals they get, you go to a cell just to watch and you're like, well, maybe I could bring one home today. So besides the sales, you mentioned you'd find one here or there, and I'm sure you help, you know, Benny with that part as well. Um, what sorts of systems do you use or how do you go about finding fellow breeders to purchase them from or sales to attend? 
far as the cells, we just kind of try to hit the main, I guess we're up in the Texas panhandle by Amarillo. So there's really no, not an overabundance of local breeders like there is if you get in central Texas or Oklahoma for us, but a short six hour drive can get you right in the heart of Longhorn country. So we've kind of go to the main cells there um, that we can still say semi-local for us and you don't have to, we, uh, we haven't been across to like any in the North Dakota or over on the West or East coast. Uh, we just kind of stay here semi-local for us. Uh, but uh, then it's here recently since I've came on, it's really, we've really focused on improving our herd uh, rapidly. And so it's kind of a genetic based and we start looking at genetics or horns and then go from there and just, get go down the rabbit trail that hired hand provides for us so we can keep going from breeder to breeder and find others so does that task fall on your shoulders um does he kind of rely on you to lay out those breeding strategies or does he like to be involved in that as well uh here so far it seems like um the cell end it's really relied more on me because i've been to him before me and him linked up and he hasn't actually ever been to any of the cells yet so I'll, I'll get the catalogs and I'll kind of mark a few or uh, that I like or that I'm interested in. And then I'll, you know, give him the magazine and he goes from there and kind of looks them over and we decide off of it there. Um, we're both always searching the internet and the web and we'll, you know, send a text back or forth or a link to someone's website. What do you think of this cow? But he's been more influential of the search in here lately as far as, uh, hey, uh, think we I like this cow I want to look at her more you should go uh what do you think of this one and you go check her out or call them and see if she's for sale or whatever so what's your favorite part in in the job that you hold but also you know you have your own herd what's your favorite part about the longhorns in general I like the diversity that they provide it's they're obviously they're pretty to look at but uh the Breed provides so much more when you look at at a whole because you have, if you want to go for just genetics and horn growth, then there's a market just for that. There's the beef market, there's the horns, and once they uh, pass on or whatever, you still have the horns you can sell or the hide. Um, so there's so much you can do with them, and it all depends on your where you want to go or your economic value. If you don't, you know, if you're just a low-end breeder that doesn't have the money but you still love the breed you can still have a herd at your house and do something with them or if you're the big biggest breeder in the industry you still have a market for them as well that's very true so if we're just if we were going to think about uh diamond b's future let's say the next three to five years um what sort of goals do you all have laid out for your herd and your breeding program in the last three or four months, we've, me and Vinny have been on the same page about we want to buy each animal we buy to be as good or better than the last one we bought. Um, so we really, we're really wanting to go more into the genetic and the horn growth uh, side of the industry and market that way. Um, we'd really like to be one of the elite programs that everyone looks at or talks about here in the next five years. Is there anyone specific that you kind of go to for advice or that you want to give um, credit for helping you get started or maybe to make the turn towards 
that part of um, or that future for your breeding program? Um, as far as to get us really influential in getting uh, Diamond B started, uh, Ross Ollendorf was influential and he, he provided uh, Diamond B with the first and quite a few of our herd. Uh, more recently, we've contacted through the purchase of Cut and Dried, we've become good contacts with Daryl Dickinson and we've really reached out to him a lot as far as uh, animals and uh, advice and stuff like that. But more personally, I, when I got started, uh, one of the first ranches that we visited and the people that we got in contact with was with the Struhoffs, and they were they were just great to my family and kids and everything else. So I've, I've actually I've contacted them as well when I need advice too. Is that one of the sales that you get to attend that's close enough to you or no? It's close enough, but I've actually every time that they have a they've had a sale in the last few years, I've always had previous engagements and never been able to make uh, one of their sales. Well, you'll have to, you have to plan ahead for next year or something there. It's, it's a, not only a great sale, but also just a really enjoyable weekend. So. It, but so they have a beautiful place out there. So before we kind of switch gears and talk a little bit about the Diamond B website, is there anything else that you want to share with us about uh, your herd, the Diamond B herd, Longhorns, um, just in general? Um, really, our herd is, uh, it really got launched when we bought Cut and Dried, uh, I guess, spring of 21. And that's what brought me and Benny together. And uh, that's really kind of what we've been building off of is putting our name on the map is uh, off of him and his future as far as that with his horn excellent horn growth that he has. Uh, we also purchased uh, pretty LLO Pretty Lady last spring as well. And uh, she's one of the 20-ish cows over 100 inches tip to tip right now. And we have some we have some plans for the future that hopefully we have some uh, other big time cows coming. So is she one of your favorites at the ranch? She is. She's a little more standoffish. Uh, you have to admire her just because of her large horn stature. Um, personally, mine, I think probably a Texas mermaid that we are in Texas mermaid. We purchased her at the Hudson Valentine. Uh, just the mermaid line for me is it's just a fantastic uh, maternal line that she can't really be beat. So I, she's probably one of the favorites that we have right now. That's mine. So do they, are those, um, do you have any exciting pairings coming up for, um, for the next breeding season that you're already thinking about with, with any of those three? Um, we're, we're looking into possibly doing some flushing and, or some IVF work here in the future. Um, we haven't got any of that set up yet. Uh, right now, Texas Mermaid, she's bred to Jungle Jim for what should be a wintertime cat. Uh, we're pretty excited about that. I mean, he's mid-90s at like three and a half, four years old. So but that should be an awesome cap as well. So lots to look forward to then, for sure. Yes, ma'am. Love what you're hearing? Be sure to check out our pickup truck confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or a rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock, how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now, back to the podcast. 
Well, let's talk about your website for a little bit. Um, so I would imagine Benny kind of put you in charge of, you know, the marketing and finding something that, you know, works to promote uh, what you all are working towards. Uh, so what made you decide to choose Hired Hand for your site? Uh, for me personally, I've looked at so many websites. I've seen many that Hired Hand has built and I've seen there's not as few that you find that are not Hired Hand. But for me, once you find a Hired Hand site, that it's it's hard to go back to somebody else's. It's hard to want to continue to return there because it's not the navigation so much different. It's once you've seen one Hired Hand, you've essentially seen them all. So there's no there's no memory. There's no learning curve once you get to them. So when we first started, I started working here and we discussed that if we're going to go forward, we need a website because we're not in the heart of Longhorn country. Nobody, the Panhandle is all beef country. That's really all anyone cares about for the most part. Uh, it talked about, you know, it started with somebody else, but they kind of stopped. And I, I said, well, I, I don't know where we're at in that, that uh, venture, but I would recommend Hired Hand. Like, I know you've seen them if you've looked at anyone's website. So once you go, once we go on there and the pedigrees and the ease and jumping back and forth from uh, site to site and breeder to breeder is so much easier. That's that's just the draw for me. So we'll be sure to put your link a link in our show notes uh, so folks can go check the website out. But why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the special considerations you put into it when you were working with Angie on? you know, the, the pages and the kind of the layout for how you were going to um, portray the information. For me, I'm not a huge, I'm not a big IT guy. I don't, I can navigate a computer and navigate the internet, but I sure can build a website, obviously. Um, I left a lot of the design to them. Uh, Benny left a lot of it to me. However, he was pretty easy going as far as whatever I thought. Um, and I left a lot of it to Angie and whoever she uh, contacts from there. Um, but I just, I liked kind of neutral colors in a very simple layout. I've seen some that get really kind of crazy in the color schemes and they're really bright and they pop and some that's, that's great. There's nothing wrong with them. But for me in my eyes, if I'm going to have to look at it every day, I, I like more of a neutral scheme that is uh, flows easily and, is more toned down. And so that's kind of what I relayed to her. Um, they gave us a couple designs and I, the one I liked, I poured them on to Benny and he, he was on the same page. So the simple one that I liked was his favorite as well. And since they both went together, I thought that there's no, no point in going further or questioning anymore. We might as well go with this one. So since your site's been live for a little while now, um, how easy are you enjoying like being in there and being able to update it? Have you done much of that yet? We have. We've done, done uh, we had to add some more animals because they weren't all available for Angie when she was doing it. I also, I saved a few back just to learn so that in two years from now when I need to get in there, I don't have to call her to do everything for me. Not that she hasn't been called a lot uh in the last few weeks anyway probably several times a week still but, um so it, it's it's very good i love the ease of it once you get into it i thought it you know it might be more difficult but it's very very easy even on the back end where the owners and managers work from to make the it's very easy on that end as well as the public side as well 
So throughout our conversation, you've mentioned, you know, some, I would say some exciting, you know, um, exciting things that you have going, such as the hundred horned animal, you know, your new bull. Um, are those things that you're trying to relay on your website or is there a way that you're maybe trying to stand out in the breed um, aside from just being in the panhandle? Um, as far as the website, we, we tried to incorporate the, we have the cut and dries there on our front page as well as in the bull section. But then we wanted to put, you know, three or four, just not a bunch, but just a few of the featured or kind of special animals there on the home page with a link to their uh, profile once you go from there. That way, uh, when you see the main page, you kind of help see where we're at. You don't, you don't have to look to see what we're going towards. I like it. I really like how you made use of the three kind of diamonds there down in the middle to, to draw attention to some of the more prominent animals as well. Yes. I wish I could take credit for that, but that was, <laughs> that was you as well. <laughs> so if you had to pick just one hired hand powered website that wasn't your own, that's your favorite, which one would you pick? I don't it's hard to pick a favorite because they're all they're all so similar and great, just kind of preferences. But here lately, I've uh, been on Harold's site quite a bit, uh, looking at Rebel and researching some of his line. And I really like that when you go onto their site, you don't before you ever even click on an animal to open up their profile or their information, you already know so much about them. They have everything laid out there right under the name, and it's very very easy and you don't, some of them, you know, you want to know or it's hard to tell in a picture if they're, what kind of horns they really have and they just lay it out there for the world to see right on top. Awesome. Um, well, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about uh, anything with Diamond B or um, your website? Um, just say really stay tuned and keep checking our website frequently. Um, we have some big plans and work for the future. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to announce and put those out pretty soon. Um, we're hoping to be able to get into the embryo work and maybe have some of those available off of these uh, bigger, better cows. And uh, we just recently released some cut and dried semen available for sale. So uh, keep back, we have a sale page. Uh, obviously any other animal you wanna know information about, just give us a call whether you just want to know or see them or if you are interested in buying them and they're not actually listed, we're always open for offers. Perfect. Uh, will you be at any of the sales this fall for folks to meet you in person? Uh, yes, I know. We just actually were talking today with uh, Phil Norwood about uh, possible consignment for the uh, Horn Showcase sale. Also should be bringing a couple cows there. Um, we're planning on uh, going to the legacy. I don't know what, what all is going on from there, but we're at least be there, meet some people, uh, nothing else, just to get our name out, who we are and meet and greet. And well, those, are, those are two great choices. So I'm sure you'll be able to meet a lot of fellow breeders there. And hopefully they learned about you on their drive down by listening to this podcast. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it.
Well, thank you for having us and thank you for everything you did on the website and helping us put our name out there. Of course, happy to do it.